everybody and welcome back to another episode of the steam machine podcast my name is dalton and joining me this week well nobody it's just me the uh the boys had some life things that were going on so i decided not to bother them i told them that i got this one i'll handle it don't worry about it and uh and here we are so i can't promise you that this is going to be a long episode because usually these ones when I'm by myself or like uh, a little on the shorter side because rambling on to myself is not the easiest thing in the world to do. I say that uh, and all of you know that I can ramble. <laughs> but uh, first and foremost, I want to thank all of you for hanging out and listening here with me. I want to give a shout out to all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash the steam machine podcast with an extra special shout out to Nate Sircogsworth of the 7th of Juniper, Jeff, the original the originable, wow, I can't even talk. The original expendable, Mr. Jeffy Lube himself. And Ariso Adam, shout out to his podcast, Revival and Extinction. It's good stuff. Good stuff. So this week I have been, again, messing around with mods for Skyrim. Um, I added a bunch of new ones and it broke my game. So I'm now in the process of figuring out uh, which of the mods that I added that I need to remove and wait till they're updated. Um, and that's that's been a that's been a fun process, let me tell you. <laughs> I uh, actually don't mind it. Like I really do enjoy modding games. Like if you ask Nate and Willie, like I get off on getting games to run that won't. It's really like like I helped them with Fallout Three, as I think we talked about on that episode, and that really brought me pleasure. That I was like, fuck yes, when it finally worked for him. But yeah, so I've I've been messing with that. Um, I also have been playing some Forza Horizon Five. And let me tell you, if you're a racing game fan, that game is fan-fucking-tastic. It's not so much on the simulator side, um, but just being able to hop in a Jeep and go drive around in the deserts of Mexico or, like, up in the mountains and stuff, it's been fucking awesome. I've been having a blast with it. Um, let's see. What else have I been doing this week? There was a big Minecraft update <clears throat> that's... I think it just released, and... Uh, my buddy Zalnop has a server on Minecraft, so I've been wanting to delve into that, so I might do that here soon as well. But other than that, I don't want to ramble on too much about what I've been doing, because um, again, talking to myself is kind of odd. So let's go ahead and get into the obligatory Wikipedia bullshit for the game of the week, Baldur's Gate. Now, I did play the enhanced edition of this, I want to throw that out there, um, and I didn't beat it, but <clears throat> I will touch on that towards later on in the episode. So, Baldur's Gate. It is a series of role-playing video games set in the Forgotten Realms Dungeons & Dragons campaign setting, which I love. I love Dungeons & Dragons. D&D is my shit, right? I love it. Uh, the game has spawned two series known as the Ballspawn Saga and the Dark Alliance, both taking place mostly within the Western Heartlands, but Ballspawn Saga extends to Am and Tether. Tethier. I apologize for pronouncing any of these wrong. The Dark Alliance series was released for consoles and was critically acclaimed commercially successful. The Ballspawn Saga was critically acclaimed for using possible real-time gameplay, which is credited for revitalizing the computer role-playing game genre, the CRPG, one of my favorite genres. Um, the series was revived in 2012 with the announcement of Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, which is what I played, and updated the original Baldur's Gate using an Enhanced Infinity Engine. And the release of the Enhanced Edition marked the first release in the series in eight years and was followed by an Enhanced Edition of the second Baldur's Gate, which is also on our list. And uh, Beamdog was also granted permission to develop the new games with the license with two new games in development, codenamed Adventure Y and Adventure Z, 
Uh, Adventure Y was revealed to be Baldur's Gate Siege of Dragonspear, an expansion for Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. And Baldur's Gate 3 is currently in development by Larian Studios, the creators of the Divinity series. And if Baldur's Gate 3 is in the hands of the guys that do Divinity, they're in good hands. The Divinity games are great, personally. But yeah, that's the uh, that's about the series. Now, the, the first Baldur's Gate game uh, was published in 1998 by Interplay Entertainment, and it's the first in the series and takes place in the Forgotten Realms, yada, yada, yada. We already talked about that. Um, it uses a modified version of Advanced Dungeons and Dragons AD&D 2nd Edition rules, which is weird for me because when I came into D&D, I was playing 3.5 edition. So uh, it took me a bit <laughs> when I first loaded up Baldur's Gate to understand what the stats meant because everything's backwards from what I'm normally used to. I'm used to the higher your armor class is, the less likely you are to get hit. It's the opposite in AD&D. The lower your armor class is, the better. It's just, it's odd. Um, this was the same engine that was used for the Icewind Dale series and the uh, Planescape Torment game as well. Um, the game's story is focused on a player-made character who finds themselves traveling across Swords Coast alongside a party of companions. Now, I created some party members based on my buds, my game buds, right? So... I was trying to think of fantasy style names for all of us. So Turtle Bearman, I named Turta Bearman, and he was my barbarian. There was a uh, Brandel Icewind, which was Willie Icebrand. Um, he, I made him a ranger. Uh, Davi Tadpagra, which was Dave from Tadpog. Uh, he was my, uh, I believe my gnome illusionist, if I remember correctly. Uh, I could be wrong about that. He didn't ever cast a lot of spells. Like, he was like... <laughs> he was my caster that would run in with his dagger and stab stuff. It was great. Uh, and then we had uh, Jafai Kuthuzis. And then uh, we had uh, Dalitro Sutresk, which was me. Uh, and then Jafai Kuthis was... Or Kuthuzis, excuse me, was Jeffy Lou. And then I had uh, Adam as well, and I cannot remember what I named. I think it was like uh, Ares Adamra, I want to say something along those lines. But yeah, so I made everybody. I had their, I had them send me a picture of themselves, and I <clears throat> made it the right size for the uh, pictures for each of the characters. And then I had a, I put a like a watercolor almost water painting. Uh, filter over it to make them look like they were kind of drawn or I guess yeah painted and it looked pretty cool man it looked really cool um, unfortunately the smaller versions of them wasn't showing up in game it was just showing question marks except for Adam and Willie so I ended up switching everybody to some of the portraits that were just already in the game that kind of best represented their character because the question marks drove me crazy because I couldn't just look up and see who I was clicking on. I had to highlight it and wait for their name to show up and it just was driving me crazy. Now, when I first loaded this game up, I did not like it at all. Um, I thought it was very slow paced. It was uh, not intuitive. It was just, it was kind of a lot, right? And all the stats being different than I'm used to, I was like, I was ready to chalk this game up and just be like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. And then I got into it more, I started playing more, getting into the story, uh, and ended up finding a quest with a talking chicken, 
uh, which was awesome. I ended up having to help him. Uh, it didn't end up so well for the for the chicken uh, once it got turned back into a human, but you know what can you do? But it, it was a very enter- entertaining quest for sure. Uh, I liked it a lot, and and that's kind of what I didn't realize this game was all about. This game is so quirky. Like there are so many quests that just had me laughing to myself, or responses that you, you give to people. There's a lot of charm to this game, and I can totally see why it is uh, held in the high esteem that it is. And I honestly, I didn't get it at first. Like I said, it took me getting into the game. So if anybody's like tried this game and kind of bounced off of it, maybe go back to it and give it some time. Because once you get in, it's very, it's very fun. Now, the combat is unforgiving as all hell. I highly recommend that you save often, maybe after every fucking battle, um, because... Oh man, Every, you know, you're relying on dice rolls in the background, so your characters might be swinging at an enemy for 30 seconds before one of them hits it, and that guy could be hitting you with all kinds of stuff, and you gotta be able to keep your guys healed, and it is, whew, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, but it's totally uh, satisfying when you're in a big battle with a bunch of bandits or something, and you end up killing them all, and you're like, fuck yeah, and we all survived, it's great. Now... Your companions can die, and the game can continue. But if your main character dies, it's game over. You have to load. Um, that happened to me more than once. Uh, <laughs> my main character just got obliterated by like a mage's spell, or a spider's poison just ticked away at him before I could do anything about it. it yeah, so de- definitely, like I said, save often. Uh, the graphics in the enhanced edition tremendous uh the pre-rendered buildings and stuff like if you listen to this for any amount of time you know that i love pre-rendered graphics uh pre-rendered backgrounds or something about them i guess it's nostalgia probably for me but i just i absolutely love them man this game looked really good the character models haven't aged so well but i mean there's only so much you can do but as far as the environment the the trees the the buildings the just the aesthetic everything was just wonderful i'm having a really good time with it now i haven't i haven't beaten it like i said i'm almost to chapter four if not in chapter four and i think there's eight chapters total um but i don't want to i don't want to rush through this like now that i'm into the game like i want to explore i want to go do a side quest you know i want to do all this kind of cool stuff i want to figure out how to beat this fucking guy Who's got these basilisks that turn all my humans to or turn all my uh, party's members to stone? I want to know how to beat him. It's driving me fucking crazy. I've tried like five times, and finally I gave up. Started doing other stuff. Said I'll come back once I find some like anti petrification stuff. So, listeners, if you've played Baldur's Gate and you know how I can beat that, come join the Discord and uh, tell me about it, man. I'll give you the Discord link right now. It is bit.ly slash tsmp discord all capital letters tsmp discord come join and please tell me how to beat that guy i'd rather hear it from a listener than look it up on google you know but uh yeah man i i'm really enjoying this game a lot uh i feel like i'm rambling at this point i've been talking to myself for like 12 minutes even though like i know it's the podcast i'm supposed to do that it's just odd (laughs) but man i just i recommend that um I didn't think I would, honestly. I <clears throat> thought I was going to come into this giving it like a five and I was going to feel the, the ref, like the uh, reverence, the wrath, that's the word I'm looking for, feel the wrath of the internet. But 
now, uh, man, I give this like an eight and a half so far. Um, I'm going to touch back on it again once I beat it, but I'm going to take my time and play this kind of in my off time. I'm not going to force Willie to beat it or, uh, you know, try to talk Nate into playing it at all. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to play this in my own time, so I will give you my thoughts and stuff when I finally wrap it up uh, on, an, on a later episode. But as far as my first thoughts and all of that, I wanted to get something out here for you guys because I didn't want to miss a week. But there, you know, there's some stuff going on. But next week, we should be back with Quake. And uh, we should have a full show for that one. And then the week after that, we'll be doing Grim Dawn. And we've already started playing some Grim Dawn. Uh, and that game's fun as fuck. I cannot wait to get to that episode. It's going to be a blast. Um, but before I wrap up here, we did get an email this week. And I'm happy that we, you know, if you want to send us an email, it's the Steam Machine Podcast at gmail.com. You want to write us in about a game we're covering. If you have uh, a relationship with it, if you have any questions for us, you want to send us just like anything to read on the the show. You know, hit us up, send us some stuff. I would love it. So our our first email ever comes from our friend Arisa Adam, <laughs> and he says, "Baldur's Gate was one of my favorite games of 1998, and was one of the only games that I played on PC that year." This time I decided to play the Legendary Edition on the Switch, and Legendary, quote-unquote, is a term much bandied these about these days, but this game is one game that genuinely deserves the adjective. It represents a definite turning point in the history of gaming. This could be hard to appreciate today because even I'll concede that the graphics are dated, but the truth of the matter is that RPGs have never been about graphics anyway. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to put in something here if you don't count Final Fantasy. <laughs> What made Baldur's Gate innovative was it was the first RPG to actually use NPCs to advance the story mission in a critical way. Uh, it puts their stories, their personalities, and their goals on a footing that was equal to your own. And what made it show-stopping was the nature of those personalities. They were all different, all unique, and they all didn't necessarily care about you. And he is not wrong there. <laughs> you had to not just manage combat, but manage people. If your, if your little band was going to finish the game. Also, many of the quests are masterpieces, with side quests from the serious, to sublime, to even a great quest line involving a talking chicken. Yes, bitch. <laughs> yes, the combat can be unbalanced at times. There are a few bugs. This isn't just so much a game as it is an experience. That, it seems to me, is what RPGs are all about. It's about creating experiences. It's about making memories. It's about playing your role to the hilt and loving it. Baldur's Gate might not have been the best. Some people will argue the sequel is better, but it was the first to offer that immersion in a way that no other game had up until that point of time. And if you haven't played this game, you should. And I could not have said it better myself, good sir. On these solo episodes, I almost feel like I should write a script because that was well put, well said, well articulated, and I agree with every fucking word of it. Um, let's see, what else? There's one other thing I wanted to touch on. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Oh! Nate's character, somehow, somehow, he says it's because he's a badass motherfucker, ended up with all the coolest looking gear. He was a barbarian half-orc, so he was quick as fuck, so he was always the first into battle swinging his two axes. Ha! <sighs> it was like playing Grim Dawn by myself. <laughs> 
Uh, but yes, uh, so like I said, this is going to be a shorter episode. I do apologize for that. Um, but next week we'll be back. Quake, it's going to be awesome. So let me do some uh, quick uh, house cleaning here. And then I promise, like I said, I promise I will touch on Baldur's Gate again and give you my full thoughts once I beat it. You have my word. So with the house cleaning, if you would like to come join our Discord, it's bit.ly slash the TSMP Discord. And that is all capital letters. I'm going to say that one more time, bit.ly slash TSMP Discord. And the Patreon is patreon.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast. Uh, if you want a shirt or uh, shoes, a bag, uh, you want a gator or a face mask with our logo on it or some of my album covers uh, under my pseudonime uh, or my artist name, what I'm going to call it, Nile the Nightmare, go to tsmpproductions.threadless.com and boom, you can get it there. Um, speaking of uh, Nile the Nightmare, our show music is done by him, I, a la me. Uh, the opener is Eat Your Heart Out, Jock Buns. The closer is Jock Buns, You've Saved the Show Again. And if you like that kind of music and you want more of it, you can check out my Bandcamp at nilethenightmare.bandcamp.com. And all of those links are encapsulated in one place, and that is our website. And you can go to bit.ly slash the... Oh, take two. bit.ly slash the Steam Machine Podcast, and you just capitalize that phonetically like you would... And, uh, yeah, all of our links are there. There's even links to, uh, Nate's Twitch, which I'll shout out is a uh, turtle bear man on Twitch and TikTok. Check him out. You know, he's a good dude. He helps with the show. Uh, Willie is also on Twitch at, uh, I think ice brand studios. I'm on there too. I don't remember what my name is. I think it's steam machine Dalton. <laughs> I'm so bad at plugging my own stuff. Anyway, I've rambled off 20 minutes. It's probably going to be a little less when I use truncate silence, but that's cool. I love you all. Thank you for sticking with us uh, through thick and thin, and we'll be back next week, refreshed, ready to go, and killing some motherfuckers in Quake. (laughs) So, uh, for the Steam Machine Podcast, my name is Dalton, and as always, guys, take it easy. (laughs) 